The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Two public hearing dates have been set to discuss the proposed implementation of four separate county-wise vehicle registration permissive taxes, otherwise known as piggyback taxes or license plate fees. These meetings will be held Tuesday, June 14th at 2 p.m. and Friday, June 17th at 2 p.m. inside the Jackson County Courthouse Annex at 275 Portsmouth Street in Jackson. A vehicle registration permissive tax is an optional tax that can be levied by counties, municipalities, and or townships on vehicle registrations. The current maximum permissive tax in any single taxing district is $30 per registration per registration year. Jackson County currently does not have such a tax in place, neither do any of the county's townships. Permissive taxes are, however, currently in place in the city of Jackson, $10, city of Wellston, $15, and the village of Oak Hill, $5. Overall, these proposed permissive fees would generate an estimated almost $625,000 for the county, which would go to the Jackson County Engineer's Office. Engineer Miller has been more vocal than ever lately about funding and the county's dire situation regarding infrastructure. In the past, Engineer Miller says the goal was to try and pave 10% of the county's roads each year, which would be roughly 30 miles a year for Jackson County. This has not been done, though, due to a lack of funds. Engineer Miller also noted that every county in Ohio has enacted permissive license plate fees, except for Jackson and Vinton counties. This, she says, has led to state legislators taking issue with the fact that the county is not using all of its available resources. If these permissible taxes are approved by the Jackson County Commissioners, Engineer Miller says the estimated money would be more than a 10% increase for her budget. For the complete story, stay tuned to the Telegram or online at the Telegram News for more information on this as the story develops. A bid was recently awarded for the project that aims to revamp Kelly Lambert Memorial Park on West Broadway Street in Wellston. According to Wellston Administrative Assistant Mindy Eisnagel, who is the project manager and the person responsible for obtaining the $75,000 Nature Works grant through the Ohio Department of Natural Resources that will help fund the endeavor, a bit of just under $148,000 submitted by the Reynoldsburg-based company Service Supply LTD Incorporated, was accepted as of Thursday, June 9th. That bid was the lowest and best of the three submitted. New playground equipment is expected to include a jungle gym with a slide and other features, two additional slides, a four-way freeform climber, a quad teeter-totter, a glider that can accommodate wheelchairs, traditional and handicapped accessible swings, an alligator balance beam, and interactive instruments like drums and a harp. The site will also have several new benches and picnic tables, new sidewalks, fencing, and a shelter house, as well as one or two new grills. Of course, the color scheme for the new equipment will be blue and gold in honor of the Wellston Rockets. Eisnagel told the radio on the Telegram that city officials are also planning to install some bulldozer-like sand diggers that were found in storage at the city building. She also stated grass will be kept throughout most of the park, with mulch to be placed around playground equipment as needed. Once work begins at the site, it will take an estimated three months to complete. Traylon Davis has no regrets about his decision to attend West Virginia University a year ago. The former standout tight end and linebacker at Jackson High School is preparing for his redshirt freshman season at West Virginia University in Morgantown. Davis, a six foot three, two hundred forty pound tight end, hopes to play a key role for the Mountaineers. Who hope to contend for the Big Twelve Conference title this season under head coach Neil Brown, who enters his fourth season at the school. Davis saw action on twenty nine plays from the Mountaineers last season, including twenty one on special teams, and he hopes to see more game time action this season. Rated as a three-star prospect by ESPN Rivals and 24-7 Sports coming out of high school, Davis believes his football career at Jackson under head coach Andy Hall and his staff helped him prepare for life and football in college. For the feature story on Traylon Davis, check out the story and photo in last Saturday's edition of The Telegram or on the newspaper's website, thetelegramnews.com. The serenity of a quiet Sunday evening was shattered on a residential street in Jackson when a pickup truck plowed into and through a small office building on Portsmouth Street. 
The driver of the pickup truck, who was allegedly driving under the influence of alcohol, was injured, but a young woman who was inside the same room where the truck slammed into was not injured. However, the two vehicles were demolished and the office building sustained substantial damages. According to the Jackson Police Department, officers were called just after 6 p.m. Sunday to an office building at 36 Portsmouth Street, which is located in the mainly residential block between South and Sycamore Streets. Officers arrived to find a heavily damaged pickup truck with its front completely through the northwest corner of a brick building. Also, a small compact car, which was parked in the driveway, had sustained heavy damages. Police say the truck was being driven northbound on Portsmouth Street when it drove off the right side of the roadway, went over the curb and sidewalk, crashed into the parked car in the driveway, then continued into the corner of the office building. Police say the man who admitted to being the driver of the pickup truck, Ernie L. Tisdale, age 44, of Jackson, was sitting on the ground beside the pickup truck with noticeable injuries to his head. Officers immediately reported also noticing an odor of alcohol as well as an open can of beer inside the truck on the floorboard on the driver's side. Police stated Tisdale admitted to having drunk beer before the crash and then passed out while driving to his residence, which is located nearby. Officers administered a PBT on the scene to measure the blood alcohol level in Tisdale's system. His PBT registered .154, nearly twice the .08 level, to be considered legally impaired to drive in the state of Ohio. A urine test was also administered on Tisdale later at Holzer Medical Center in Jackson, where he was taken for initial treatments of his injuries. While Tisdale sustained cuts to his head, his more serious injuries involved his sternum, which was possibly fractured when the airbag on his truck deployed. Consequently, he was flown to Grant Medical Center in Columbus. Police have charged him with OVI and failure to control. In addition to the Jackson Police Department, the Jackson Fire Department and Jackson County EMS were on the scene. The block of Portsmouth Street from South Street to Sycamore Street was closed to traffic for approximately an hour. Ohio Valley Bank recently donated $3,200 to the Jackson Area YMCA to help with fundraising that will benefit the facility's upgrades and community programs. Representing OVB at the check presentation were Vice President Adam Massey, Assistant Vice President Joe Wyant, and representing the YMCA were Board Member Kathy Eisnagel, CEO Tim Harvey, and Financial Officer Donna Lynn Smith. In regional news today, there are several questions about the shooting death of a small child over the weekend. ONN's Kate Burdett has this report. There are few details available, but Portsmouth police say a four-year-old child was shot and killed late Sunday night. According to reports, police do not believe the shooting was accidental, and they do not have a suspect at this time. Kate Burdett, ONN News. The Division of the State Fire Marshal's Fire and Explosion Investigation Bureau is asking for the public's assistance in identifying the individual or individuals responsible for an arson that occurred at 82 East Step Lane in Waverly. Just before 3 a.m. on Wednesday, June 1st, Waverly and Piketon Fire Departments and the Sheriff's Office responded to a barn structure fire. The State Fire Marshal's Fire and Explosion Investigations Bureau conducted the scene investigation and determined the fire was intentionally set. A reward of up to $5,000 is being offered by the Blue Ribbon Arson Committee for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible for the fire. Anyone who has information should contact the State Fire Marshal's tip line at 1-800-589-2728. The regular monthly meeting of the Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center Governing Board will be held on Tuesday, June 14th at 5 p.m. at the University of Rio Grande's Woodhall Room 131. You can call 245-0593 for more details. And finally today, Free Summer Movies will continue Tuesday, June 14th at Tri-City Theater in Jackson. The movie showing on the 14th will be Space Jam, A New Legacy. Doors open one hour before each showtime. Showtimes will be 11 and 2 on Tuesday the 14th and every Tuesday through July 26th. Staff recommend arriving at least 30 minutes ahead of showtime. No tickets are needed. Seating is limited and not guaranteed. No outside food or drink is permitted. However, concession stands will be open. For more information, you can visit tricitytheater.com slash free summer movies. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.